Let's listen to this man. He got some good news for you. Hey, everybody. Gather near. The doctor's in the house. So lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Good day, everyone. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, with our 470th podcast over the last five and a half to six years. Welcome, everybody. And I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude and an optimistic attitude that we know will lower our blood pressures, get us a better night's sleep, and guess what? It'll increase our longevity. And if we run into a stressful situation, we'll bounce back faster. We all know that. That's why we're all practicing an attitude of gratitude. I want to thank everyone that uh, for their comments last week uh, on uh, electromagnetic fields, uh, especially our, our new listener there in Jacksonville. Miss Misty and uh, our critic, Mr. Phil. Phil J, I appreciate all of his words. Uh, everyone is taken seriously. And uh, before we go on, I want to remind you that next week we have Dr. Russell Jaffe. Dr. Jaffe has been on the program other times, but from 2018 on. He is a MD, he is a PhD, and he's a certified nutritionist. He's a he's a certified pathologist in chemistry. And, you know, he has a really unique way of looking at things because he was trained traditionally in allopathic medicine, biochemistry, and physiology. And uh, he, he really enjoys talking about his passion, and he can explain complicated ideas very simply. And he has the principles of nature's pharmacy, which is eat, drink, and think, and do. Eat, drink, think, and do. Like I've been telling you, your diet is not only what you eat, it's what you watch, what you listen to, what you read, the people you hang around. Be mindful of those things. Be mindful of the things you put into your body, both emotional, not both, in your body emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Three things, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. It'll all come out and we'll be better for it. So next week, uh, we'll have Dr. Jaffe. Uh, we will be interviewing him <clears throat> on our live podcast at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And if you care to listen, then uh, we'll have the, the program open for questions. If not, you'll be able to hear the interview at uh, our normal time at 4 p.m. So um, Dr. Jaffe would say, eat like a peasant, feel like a king. Eat like a king, 
and you'll die young and suffer. So uh, it'll be a very interesting time next week. <clears throat> and then I had some people ask me, do you really believe all this stuff about cell phones and what have you? And the answer is, yes, I do. You know, it, the studies are just out there. This exposure to this EMF radiation from our cell phones, Wi-Fi, and smart devices is definitely linked to chronic diseases. Definitely linked to cardiac arrhythmias, the AFibs, the extra heartbeats, anxiety, depression, infertility, like I said, carrying that around in, in our pockets. Something we'll talk more about today, mitochondrial dysfunction. It can cause DNA damage, eye and heart problems, chronic pain, and it can suppress our immune function by its effect on our mitochondria. And no one really knows what's going to happen when 5G is released all over the place because it's never been studied, its effect on human beings. And this unchecked exposure, yes, I take it seriously. The, the, the results are immense, ladies and gentlemen. And this mitochondrial damage that is triggered by this exposure is one of the most damaging things that could happen to our mitochondria. You know, our bodies are electric. We are frequencies and vibrations. Every organ and every bone, every tissue, every system are all in a state of vibration. They have frequencies, they have energy. And if you're healthy, your body puts out great vibrations, you're in harmony. But when these frequencies are not coherent, and they go counter to our health, it sets up a portion of our body to be in disharmony, which we call disease. Our body has its own magnetic field. It's made up of around 100 trillion cells powered by electrical energy and influenced by the Earth's magnetic field. If you're in good health, you have a charge. Because people may have said, you know, you're charged up today. Well, you have 70 to 100 millivolts. But as we age, if we have a lot of stress, we have a poor diet, or we are in a, a bad environment, this, this voltage can be reduced. And it has been found that we reduce cell voltage to 30 to 50 millivolts from the normal 70 to 100, you are likely to suffer from chronic illnesses and cancer. In cancer, generally people have less than 15 to 20 millivolts. And we've been often asked to consider this fact, the heart does not get cancer. It is the most positively charged organ in our body. So just think about that. And the symptoms, a chart was released today, EMF related symptoms, fatigue and weakness, sleep disturbances and insomnia, headaches and migraine, brain, fog and difficulty concentrating, depression or anxiety, memory loss, visual disruptions and light sensitivity, skin problems, heart palpitations, and dizziness. 
So I do take this serious, everyone that asked. I do take EMFs very serious because they are around us 24-7. No one took tobacco serious in the beginning. No one's taking this serious because you can't feel it or see it. You can't see the damage that's done. Dr. Martin Paul, P-A-L-L, who, who does a lot of research in this area, says it takes about 10 years to see the effect. Ten years. Of course, the industry is going to always claim that it is harmless and don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So this disinformation threatens our health. The negative effects from electromagnetic fields are not immediately noticeable. That's the problem. You know, the, the effects from smoking are not immediately known, right? So this latency period, well, it looks like most people agree on this period of about 10 years or more before damage shows up. And how about the children? Why are we putting our children at risk with these cell phones and Wi-Fi gadgets? So their experience starts younger in life, therefore it's longer. And if anything held up to their head, their skull bone isn't as thick. It goes right to their brain. Dr. Paul says, in my mind, the cell phones are one of the greatest public health threats of the 21st century. Like the tobacco industry before, before it, the telecommunication industry has manipulated federal regulatory agencies, public health authorities and professionals through powerful, sophisticated lobbying efforts, leaving consumers confused about the health risk. Well, don't be confused about it anymore. It's not so good. Don't ignore it. Don't be like the Marlboro Man. Don't be like John Wayne. D. Martin, dying of lung cancer. So there's a lot of cellular strength, uh, stress from these. And 5G is going, we'll do a separate program on that. I mean, it, it affects over 20 different things in our system. The radiation that's going to uh, emit from these 5G towers. And there's going to be antennas all over the place. So it's a toxic exposure, just like we are exposed to all these toxins, these 15 to 18,000 toxins that are in our soaps or perfumes or hair gels or, or shampoos or rinses or body washes. It is a toxin. Well, this is the first generation to have cradle-to-grave lifespan exposure to this level of man-made microwave, these frequencies. And sorry to say, it's going to be years or decades before the true health consequences are known. So why not be somewhat precautious, ladies and gentlemen? Protect yourself. Protect your family from excessive electromagnetic fields. 
listen more, read more. Know the major sources, such as your cell phone, your cordless phone, your Wi-Fi routers, your Bluetooth headsets, headsets, and other Bluetooth-equipped items like wireless mice, keyboards, smart thermostats, baby monitors, smart meters, the microwave in your kitchen. Just, just to name a few off the top of my head. And as I've been saying for years, Look, I, I, I can't say if you must, but we all use Wi-Fi. But at least we can do is shut it off at night while we're sleeping. Okay, but at least we can do. And, how, and, and I've talked to you in the past months about how important a good night's sleep is and how important it is to detoxify our brain and our brain shrinks down up to 60% of its volume at night. Why? Because it's squeezing out all the toxins. If we do not get a good night's sleep, that is not going to happen. The lymphatic system will drain into our lymphatic system. If our blood is five quarts, our lymph is seven quarts. It's really an important system to detoxify our bodies. Do you know why wireless charges also are another f- source of uh, EMFs throughout your home? I talked to you about your alarm clock. And we talked about this last week about the bulbs and so forth. But it's really important. Really important. Well, electromagnetic fields, not a lot of people are talking about it. It's not a popular subject and we're taking it for granted and we're not appreciating the dangers to our bodies. You can't see it, right? You can't hear it. You can't smell it. You can't feel it, but its effects are taking place whether you can sense it or not. And there, I can tell you that the number of people that are reporting some effects to this EMF are rising, and there's a hypersensitivity syndrome now. Hypersensitivity syndrome to EMFs. And how much of us now cannot live our lives or work as free individuals because of this exposure to electromagnetic fields. Almost every one of us is exposed to it 24-7. Our bodies aren't used to this. It's too early in the evolutionary process. In fact, if you know of an EMF-free zone left on the planet, let me know. Not even the beach. I see people when I go to the beach with their phones and they're having, they have signals there. And when we were younger, we could go to the beach and get buried in the sand and feel fantastic because we were free of EMF and we were grounding ourselves, getting those free electrons from Mother Earth. Hard to find. So... 
Dr. Martin Paul, P-A-L-L, he's a PhD. If you're interested in reading some, some information on EMFs, he's a good person to start with. Uh, Dr. Sam Milham, M-I-L-H-A-M, he's a physician and an epidemiologist. He's another good resource. And Dr. Magda Havas, H-A-V-A-S, Trent University in Canada has written uh, research uh, about the effects of dirty electricity and how, and how it can affect your child's behavior. So we know it's taking some toll on our health, but how much and what we're going to do about it, uh, it's up to you. But you have to at least turn that darn router off at night. And to try not to have a wireless uh, anything in your house. And, and be just, just know that electromagnetic hypersensitivity syndrome, it's on the rise and you're going to hear more about it because people are saying they don't feel good. They're always tired. And it's documented that it's on the rise. And what are the symptoms? Like I told you last week, skin itching, flushing, burning or tingling, pins and needles, confusion, poor concentration, memory loss, fatigue and muscle weakness, headaches and chest pain and heart palpitations and problems. And there's others. Like I told you about tinnitus, unrelenting dizziness. But our medical profession, my colleagues, my peers, don't really take this serious and they don't fully understand the implication, let alone recommending some treatments. And these same symptoms were reported in the invisible rainbow back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, when we started having radio wave transmissions. So it's a great challenge for us, ladies and gentlemen, this EMF exposure. Great challenge. Some people have come up with a number, and I have no idea how many zeros are here, but they came to the conclusion that EMF exposure has increased one quintillion times over the past 100 years. You got to think it it would have some effect, right? I mean... It's not going to have no effect. And brain cancer is not the only one, the only thing, uh, only reason for concern, right? Because it's affecting all the organs of our body. So let's take it serious. Let's read more about it. Let's, let's keep our eyes and ears and brain tuned to this fifth generation 5G that they're going to be rolling out, this millimeter wave that's been known to penetrate one to two millimeters of human skin. There's evidence that suggests that sweat ducts in our skin can act as antenna for this 5G. It's used as a weapon to get people to to disperse crowds because it makes their skin burn. I 
I mean, this is, do I take it serious? Phil, I really do. I really do take it serious. And I think we all have to at least know that it's possible. And if you have some symptoms that your doctor says, oh, it's all in your head, we, we, I don't know. Oh, not so true. Not so true. <clears throat> now, what are the mitochondria? Well, if you have 100 trillion cells, you have three times as many mitochondria. There are the powerhouses found in almost every living cell. And they are the digestive system of the cell. They take in nutrients and they pump out energy molecules. That's where we get our energy. But they can switch from producing this ATP, which is, which is our energy molecule, to have uh, molecules that will enable them to meet the demands of our immune cells. They're crucial, these mitochondria, for many processes. But only recently, I guess through the study of this EMF and seeing its effect on the human being, has their role in the immune system and our cellular defense have come to light. So what happens if you have an infection? Well, the mitochondria help to direct and activate the immune system. So if their, their focus is the immune system, now you know why you're typically fatigued and tired when you have an infection. The mitochondria are shifting from energy production over to their immune role function so that the, they can help handle the infection. So they're making less of this fuel, ATP. So the infected person, you know, I'm tired, I'm fatigued. And a state of chronic fatigue sometimes is a state of chronic infection that has to be looked for. If the mitochondria aren't working well, energy production is going to be down. And we'll have to think, and the, the healer will have to think that the mitochondria has shifted their main focus toward the immune support rather than energy. And if you're overloaded with pathogens, well, you know what happened. You're going to be in bed. If you have a lot of toxins in your body, you're going to be tired. Mitochondria are going to be overworked trying, uh, you know, getting your immune system going. And if your mitochondria are always working and their levels get to a low energy themselves because of the of toxins in your body or, or pathogens, infections, you're going to be set up to be sick all the time. And you know, the, the, some basic things that we've talked about, just get rid of refined sugars, processed foods. Eat a nutrient-rich organic diet to improve your mitochondria. So what's an inflammatory food? Well, always top of the list is refined sugar and carbs. Poor quality fats. 
artificial ingredients. We've talked about them. If you cannot pronounce them, they're artificial. They're not good for you. They're inflammatory. And that's the other thing uh, that I don't think I mentioned, that EMFs are inflammatory. And the basis of most diseases, inflammation. So inflammation is not always bad because it's part of the repair process. But sometimes we don't get to the repair process. We just have the inflammation. So like our mothers taught us, right? Nutrient-rich foods like good greens, fruits, and vegetables. They're loaded with with great uh, nutrients. Well, I've told you about coconut oil. It comes up again for mitochondrial health. Avocados. And pasture-raised eggs. Well, now we're having a problem with eggs, as we all know. But if you can get pasture-raised eggs, it's, they, have the, they are anti-inflammatory. And don't eat so much. You know, have a have a, a window in your day of ten to sixteen hours that you don't eat. Cut that window of eating down. Instead of going on an extended fast, just uh, intermittently fast every day or so. We have to get our meat off the seat and exercise. Try and control our stress. How many times have I said that? But you know the breathing technique that uh, Phil Safer talked to us us about, the box breathing, really really works. Get your heart rate down, get you into a state of parasympathetic tone instead of the sympathetic tone, which is fight or flight. If you don't or you're not getting enough sleep at night, you're going to decrease your mitochondria in your blood. And if it doesn't decrease them, it can result in mitochondrial dysfunction. So you need that seven, eight hours of sleep per night. So am I making any sense? I mean, EMF, yes, I take it serious. Yes, I do take EMF serious. And this, these are all the reasons why we are we are all frequencies. Every organ of our body has a frequency. Every organ has a frequency. So, let me just take a minute here to tell you why I've been wanting to, you to take control of your health. I'll just read some headlines. Study finds 25% of hospitalizations result in health care. This is from the New England Journal of Medicine, found that hospital-related adverse events were identified in one in four hospital admissions. That means that one in four events were preventable. This is the New England Journal of Medicine. Think of that. You go in the hospital, you have a chance, 25% chance of a preventable accident or side effect happening. We're also finding that the pharmaceutical company's influence on the medical model is getting stronger and stronger. 
Years ago, I told you that most medical boards of the teaching school, schools was composed of uh, executives from the pharmaceutical companies. I told you that 80-some percent of research is funded by the pharmaceutical companies. And if you think they're going to fund research where the outcome is not to their benefit, well, people want to sell you a bridge too. The pill for an ill model is really still strong. And what's this pill for an ill? Well, it's addressing the symptoms, not the root causes. It's putting Band-Aids on something, not getting to the cause of diseases. You hardly ever hear lifestyle choices discussed. Well, you'll hear it next week from Dr. Jaffe. If you're not taking a drug, if you're using acupuncture, herbs, or uh, homeopathic remedies, you'll be mocked at, mocked. The physician will be mocked. He might even be disciplined. Acupuncture has been around for thousands of years. Modern medicine since 1910, when Rockefeller put $100 million into the system so we could have petroleum-based drugs. How often do you, do you hear diet being discussed as playing a significant role in our health? And I can tell you, even today, relatively little training is given to young doctors in nutrition. 19.6 hours. They estimate that a, a doctor goes through 15,000 hours of education and has, let's say, round numbers, 20 hours of about nutrition. So I've been through with you how Rockefeller influenced uh, medicine and how the, the pharmaceutical companies, the, the latest I heard, they, they spend a million dollars a day in lobbying. And of course, they're you know they they treat doctors to all types of good things, and, and doctors being good people say, well, I have to repay them, and they write keep writing for the drugs. Of course, they're funding all the research, and most physicians don't have time to think for themselves. And most physicians, eighty-two percent, are employed. So if their employer says, you know, we're not you know we're not using enough statins or whatever, they're, they're going to do that. I wanted to hear, I found it. Dr. Angel, who I, I quote when I talk about the, the physicians are the third leading cause of death. Well, she's a senior uh, lecturer in social medicine at Harvard. And she has asked, is academic medicine for sale? And she has described the evolution of the relationship between medical schools and the pharmaceutical industry, a relationship she said has only grown to be increasingly entangled and too intimate since late, the late 20th century. She cited a poll in which 94% of physicians surveyed acknowledged receiving financial compensation in some form from pharmaceutical companies. So you must be the CEO of your own body. You have the right to ask questions. But just as important, you have to listen to your own body. And you have to take an active role in keeping yourself healthy. You want to stay out of the hospital. 
we've known for years say that aluminum causes brain injury and Alzheimer's. But why do they have aluminum in vaccines and, and underarm deodorants and, and Tums, not, maybe not Tums, but antacids? Why is it in there? Be the CEO of your own body. And last week I told you about the 60 gigahertz frequency. Uh, is, is they're absorbed by oxygen. There's been more, more, a few more uh, articles come out on that. I don't know the full effect, but you know, if uh, you have a frequency uh, of 60 gigahertz and it can absorb the oxygen, what's going to be the effect on on human beings? Hmm. Something for us all to consider. So this is what I wanted to get through to you today. I do take EMF serious. I do practice what I preach. I, I turn off uh, electricity and EMF at night in my bedroom. My cell phones are charged in the off position. I try to wire as much as possible rather than use Wi-Fi. And I'm going to ask, I will ask Dr. Jaffe next week about the role of molecular hydrogen. Some people are drinking hydrogen water. We'll see what he says about that. And maybe ask him, since he's really wise in nutrition, what spices we might take to help prevent or repair damage from the, from the EMF. Some people say cinnamon, ginger root, rosemary, turmeric. Well, let's see what this, the uh, specialist has to say about that. So if you want to ask questions next week, tune in at 11 o'clock. And uh, if I see you here and we have time, we'll get you on the air. So I hope you learned something today. I hope you learned that you have to be in control of your own body. Doctors are good. I mean, they're good people. And, and, and emergency care is the, is the best here in, in, in the United States. But ongoing care, the, I mean, why do we have 80% of our seniors have chronic disease if it's so darn good for just you know, treating things that occur in and, out, in and out every day? I'm always tired. I, I have a lot of arthritis. I don't have enough energy. Why, why do we have all of this if it's so good? We spend a darn lot of money on it. But as I said, doctors aren't going to talk to you about supplements. They're not going to talk to you about diet. They're not going to talk to you about drinking water. Remember what I said two weeks ago. First thing in the morning, a nice glass of water. Why? Because your brain is dehydrated from squeezing out all those toxins all night long if you've gotten a good night's sleep. Well, you have to recharge that. You have to put that water back in. But those, those, those things that are not expensive. You can turn off the Wi-Fi at night. It's not only not expensive, you'll save some electricity. So this, if you like this program, I appreciate you telling your friends about it. We are on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeart, iTunes, Radio, Samsung, Podcasts. I can't even remember everything. Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. Thank you, everyone, and have a great rest of the day. 
Hey everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week.